Kent Online News. News you can trust. This is the Kent Online Podcast. Lucy Hickmott. It's Thursday the 20th of February. Coming up, the granddad of a baby who died at a Kent hospital calls for more maternity training. Babies can't carry on dying like this. It's not right. It's not fair. Please remember that in everything that we're talking about, this is avoidable baby deaths. A former EastEnders star speaks out about being threatened with a knife near Dartford. Some little kid just like pulled a bread knife out on me. And hear about Kent's connection to the new £20 note. It's obviously great for Margate and it's great for Kent too because it really puts helps put Margate and Kent on the map. Kent News. Our top story today, the family of a baby who died after his traumatic birth at a Kent hospital are calling for better training of NHS maternity staff. It comes as new research by charity Baby Lifeline shows two-thirds of maternity trusts don't make attending sessions on caring and screening unwell newborns mandatory for all staff. We told you recently a coroner ruled the death of Harry Richford a week after he was born at the QEQM in Margate in 2017 was wholly avoidable. Derek is Harry's granddad. I was interested to read the Baby Lifeline report showing that two-thirds of trusts don't make the screening and caring of newborn babies mandatory for all staff. With everything that's gone on with Shrewsbury and Telford and of course Morecambe Bay before, surely there has to have been prior knowledge and that this learning is so, so essential. In Harry's case, the coroner came up with 19 different recommendations to prevent future deaths. And I find it absolutely astonishing that any coroner or any person can come up with 19 different recommendations. And that includes training of staff. It includes so many other things as well. In Harry's case, we really, really believe that overall, uh, had training have been better, had there been better management, then Harry wouldn't have died. In actual fact, we are very, very confident that with the prior knowledge we know that the trust had, things should and could have been a whole lot better. Uh, Baby Lifeline are calling for the maternity training fund to be reinstated as well, and I'm actually very, very pleased with that, and I'm also pleased to hear that Jeremy Hunt is also supporting uh, this campaign as well. Babies can't carry on dying like this. It's not right, it's not fair. Please remember that in everything that we're talking about, this is avoidable baby deaths. We all understand, we're all adults, we understand that sometimes babies do die. This is all about babies that should never have died, and Harry was one of those. An independent review is being carried out into maternity services at East Kent Hospitals, and the trusts say they're working to make improvements. Kent Online reports. In other big news today, trains have been disrupted after a body was found between Tunbridge and Paddock Wood. Emergency crews were called to post and lanes around half seven this morning, and southeastern services had to be cancelled and diverted for hours. Police say they're trying to work out how the person ended up on the tracks. Elsewhere, an inquest has heard it took four days to get an elderly man to hospital after he fell at a care home in Whitstable. The family of Harry Trimmings, who was 93, also didn't learn about the incident until the day after. Five staff members at Bradbury Grange have quit after an investigation found poor practice. A former EastEnders star is warning us to be careful after revealing he was threatened with a knife near Dartford. Aaron Sidwell, who played Stephen Beale in The Soap, has spoken about what happened on his Instagram. Just um, walking back from the gym, like, same way I always go, every single day, um, and some little kid just, like, pulled a bread knife 
out on me. Like, what are you, what are you doing? We live in Kent, the Garden of England. Why are you walking around with a, and a bread knife? Just anyone, I mean, I've got some friends on here that follow me that live in the area, so just be aware of kids with bread knives um, around Darrenth Country Park, because they're on half term and they're a little bit bored. Um, and they just feel like running around scaring people. The 31-year-old has described the person responsible as a stupid wannabe gangster. Kent Online News. An investigation's found a Kent family with two small children had to wait until they were homeless before they got help from the council. Bosses in Folkestone and Hythe have been criticised by the ombudsman for the delay in housing support and the way they handled a complaint about how the family was treated. The authority's been told to apologise and review its procedure to make sure accommodations found for people as soon as possible. A man who climbed on top of Chatham railway station, forcing more than 60 trains to be cancelled, has admitted causing criminal damage. Lucas Nerden also pleaded guilty to causing obstruction to the station last October. The delays cost train operators almost £380,000. The 21-year-old from Chancel Drive in Wainscot will be sentenced at a later date. Now, a former England manager has been to a Kent football club as part of a life-saving mission. Glenn Hoddle is trying to get defibrillators into clubs around the country following his own cardiac arrest on the set of BT Sport a year ago. He's personally handed over the equipment on the Isle of Sheppey. It's fabulous to, to be able to present a defibrillator here for AFC Minster. Um, you know, at grassroots level, I think it's important as many clubs around the country um, can have defibs because they will save lives hopefully they won't get used here but uh, the insurance is there that there is one if needed and uh, I think it's you know imperative that we can get as many into clubs all around the country as I say it's very important it saved my life and uh, the CPR the guys the coaches are just being um, trained in in the main hall there now so it's great to see them and uh, we've, we've spent some time with them and they're just finding out all about CPR which is so important and goes hand in hand with the defibrillator so it's uh, you know, if someone does have a cardiac arrest, which I had, um, they know what to do, but it's important, the time factor is important. You have to be there very quickly with a CPR and then the defib as soon as it can. So it's, it's wonderful to be down here with all the kids watching and playing football, which I love. Obviously, a uh, main love of mine, but uh, to see you know to see them and think that they've been covered with a defibrillator is uh, is wonderful. The defib is very very important, but the CPR is important, and I think that's why with the British Heart Foundation we have been um, well they have been lobbying. I'm sort of getting onto it as well now to make sure that the government in September are going to bring it into schools. Kent Online reports: Two boys from London have been charged after two teenage boys had their bags and a phone stolen at Blue. To shopping centre. They were approached by a group at the bus station on Monday evening. A 16 and 17 year old will appear at Medway Youth Court, accused of conspiracy to commit robbery. Another 221 homes are going to be built at a new development in North Kent. Plans for 86 houses and 135 apartments in a former chalk quarry near Dartford have been approved. It's part of Ebbsfleet Garden City, which already has almost 2,000 homes, a primary school pub and hotel. 
Now it's hoped the new £20 note that's in circulation from today will encourage more people to visit part of Kent. When you get your hands on one, you might recognise the Turner Contemporary and Margate Lighthouse, as well as artist JMW Turner. Bev's been speaking to Victoria Pomery, who's the director of the Thanet Gallery. JMW Turner remains really relevant. He really encouraged younger generation artists to make work. He was an incredibly radical, innovative and creative individual. He really wanted, I think, more people to be more creative. And I think creativity is so very important to young people. Um, And so I think that having Turner on the £20 note should help people to really think about realising their own potential and being creative. And the note was launched at the Turner Contemporary last year. And what's that done for you in terms of people coming along, uh, general general footfall, general uh, positivity, I guess? Well, I think people, our visitors and new visitors, have been really excited about the fact that Turner Contemporary will feature on the note. I think we've seen uh, lots of visitors expressing some surprise, but also a lot of visitors saying it's great and it's obviously great for Margate and it's great for Kent too because it really puts helps put Margate and Kent on the map and also the fact that those £20 notes will be handled by so many people whether they're people who live and work in the UK but tourists also so it's a fantastic opportunity for the gallery and it's you know it is a great tribute to JMW Turner's amazing practice as an artist and his legacy. The new note has been described as the most secure yet. Kent Kent News. Kent Search and Rescue is getting a share of £1 million from the government to help boost resources. The charity has volunteers who look for vulnerable missing people and save those who get into trouble on the county's rivers and in the sea. They've been given just under £500 from a funding pot to help buy new lifeboats and kit. And finally today, thousands of tickets for this year's Kent Big Weekend are now up for grabs. The ballots open for the next five weeks, with the weekend itself taking place in April. Almost 300,000 applications were made last year for free entry to places like Chatham's Historic Dockyard, Kent Life and Item Boat. That's it for now, but don't forget you can go to kentonline.co.uk for more news throughout the day. News you can trust. This is the Kent Online Podcast.